Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight, 933.93. And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, welcome. Great to have you with us. Some confusion, apparently, uh, in the administration as to what we're doing in Iraq. Uh, a letter was written to Iraqi officials saying, yeah, okay, uh, we respect your sovereignty. If you want us out, uh, we're going to get out. And then uh, Defense Secretary Esper says, uh, no, <laughs> There's, there are no plans uh, to leave Iraq anytime soon. Which, first of all, uh, why? Why not? Hasn't it been a long, you know, a long enough war in Iraq and in Afghanistan? I, I think it's, I think we've spent plenty of time there. March 2003. Jeez. Pushing 17 years now, right? Uh, yes. My goodness. In March, it'll be 17 years. Okay. Hard to believe, but, uh, but true. So there's a little bit of a, a confusion right now. There's a little bit of uh, chaos over this. General William Seeley wrote, Your Excellency, addressing the, uh, addressing the Iraqis' leadership, Sir, in due deference to the sovereignty of the Republic of Iraq, and as requested by the Iraqi parliament and the prime minister, uh, we'll be repositioning forces over the next uh, course, over the course of the coming days and weeks to prepare for onward movement to order con in order to conduct this task coalition forces are required to take certain measures to ensure that the movement is a movement out of iraq is conducted in a safe and efficient manner during this time there will be an increase in helicopter travel in and around the international zone of baghdad this increase will include ch-47 uh-60 and ah-64 security escort helicopters so he even had some detail on how we're going to do this coalition forces will take appropriate measures to minimize and mitigate the disturbance to the public in addition we will conduct these operations during hours of darkness to help alleviate any perception that we may be bringing more coalition forces into the uh, international zone as we begin implementing this next phase of operations i want to reiterate the value of our friendship and partnership we respect your sovereign decision to order our departure. <laughs> Very respectfully, William H. Seeley III, Brigadier General, U.S. Marine Corps. Hmm. Now, that sounds pretty specific, and it sounds like some decisions were made and passed down. And Okay, let's start. Yeah, write him a letter. Tell him we're going to. And instead, you get the exact opposite. How does that happen? How does all of this stuff happen all the time? How do people, why are we not on the same page? It's just really, it's pretty strange. Pretty strange. I really wish it were true. I I would like, I would have loved it if that letter was legitimate and we're starting the operation right now. Well, good. It's about time. Let's let them sink or swim on their own merit now. We've done everything we can uh, for the Iraqi people. They've clearly demonstrated they don't appreciate it, and they don't want us there. Okay. Time for you guys to learn how to walk on your own then and, and run on your own and 
take care of yourselves. If ISIS creeps up again in your country, man, you're going to have to slap it down. The letter was legitimate, but was never meant to be sent or made public. Uh, it's just crazy. It's, it's almost like uh, we are just itching to get out of there. Mm-hmm. So it's like, write the letter. Have it ready. So when the day comes, we can just hit send and we'll get out. And that day came, and their parliament voted. Somebody said, hit send. And we hit send. <laughs> no, 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 That was no. Oh, no. No, we want to stay another hundred years. Yeah. Remember what uh, John McCain said? We're going to be there for a hundred years. That's our plan. Mm. That's what we want. We're going to continue to nation build. Oof. Yeah, it's just, it's, I mean, it's impossible, too, in, this, in the mindset that they have in Iraq. They don't, they don't appreciate what we've done. Uh, they just showed us that. Mm-hmm. They don't like what we've done. They don't like us being there. They they apparently have rejected our way of life that we tried to help them with, tried to establish a democracy, and they're rejecting it. Bye. So, okay, yeah. see you later. <laughs> Bye-bye now. God. Seriously, it is, it's, <clears throat> it's really way past time yeah. to get out of Iraq and Afghanistan. Take the training wheels off. Either that or become the 51st state. <laughs> the f- Iraq, the fifty-first yeah. state. Yeah. yeah, either either you're part of our nation, or uh, <laughs> it's time for you to to see if you can bike down the street uh, without us running mm-hmm. alongside. Yes. Yeah. We take take the training wheels off. How badly do you want it? Wow. Uh, all right. So we've got that, uh, and uh, and so that all continues to be. A little bit confusing. Nobody knows exactly what the story is. Well, how did this happen? Why did you, why did you release the letter? If if the letter is not in effect, if you're not ready to do that, how how does this administration get on the same page? I, I don't know if these are anti-Trump people within the government or or within the Pentagon that are, you know, trying hard to force his hand or to embarrass him or or what the deal is. But it really needs to stop. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Meanwhile, former Barack Obama Homeland Security Chief Jay Johnson, listen to what he said <laughs> about the strike against Qasem uh, Soleimani. Keep in mind, Jay Barack Obama. Before you were Homeland Security Secretary, you, you were Counselor at the Defense Department. So. Right. Uh, Explain for viewers, why does Mike Pompeo keep saying terrorist? There is a legal reason he keeps saying the word terrorist, isn't it? Uh, no, uh, not necessarily. Okay. Uh, if you believe everything that our government is saying about General Soleimani, he was a lawful military objective. Mm-hmm. And oh. uh, the president, Wait, under his constitutional mm-hmm. authority as commander-in-chief, had ample domestic legal authority to, to take him out without an additional congressional authorization. Excuse um, me? The, whether he was a terrorist mm-hmm. or a general in a military force that was engaged in armed attacks against our people, he was a lawful military objective. Oh, that's huh. not what we expected here at uh, okay. Meet the Press, here at NBC News. Okay, now who did the uh, pre-interview uh, <laughs> with well, the secretary? You find the uh, producer who didn't vet this person? I mean, we took for granted... It's an Obama official. Obviously, they've got to contradict everything Trump has done. And then he comes in and tells them straight to their face, yeah, he was a lawful military target. 
Uh, Wait, what? Roll commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, we're having... I'm sorry, we're experiencing technical difficulties. Uh, so, Jay Johnson is not feeling well. Right. Yeah, so Jay Johnson says he was a strategic military target. Uh, I mean, think about it. He It was a military position. He was in Iraq, not Iran. Yes. Um, right. He <clears> was <throat> plotting against us. He has a track record of attacking us, so... Totally. Everybody knows it. Right. And so thank you, Jay Johnson. Not the first time he's been... Oh, that's great. He's been intellectually honest with stuff like this. Yeah. And then so NBC looks like idiots there, just like MSNBC last week with Chris Hayes and Al Green when he's like, yeah, we totally started uh, the impeachment of Donald <laughs> yeah, Trump before one. he became president. Wait, that, no, Wait, that doesn't... What? The math doesn't mm, check out there. No, that's... We didn't want you to say that. So NBC needs to... I don't know if their normal like uh, pre-interviewers or their normal producers have been on Christmas break or what's going on here, but the vetting not happening with the guests. <laughs> Crazy. Because you know, uh, Chuck Todd was not expecting that. No. No. Not in a million years <laughs> did he think he was going to say that. You can't have Democrats agreeing with this president that we hate. We hate his guts. <laughs> we don't agree with anything he says. Not a single thing. So, uh, that was some fun. Mm -hmm. That was was great. Sure was. Uh, Meanwhile, we've got more, you know, Hollywood boneheads that are uh, trying to appease Iran, that are sticking up for Iran, that are siding with Iran. Uh, Michael Moore issued a personal appeal to Iran. Did he? Yeah, he did. Okay. Uh, He... You know, first came Rose McGowan the other day when she tweeted Iran begging them not to kill us, not to be outdone. Uh, Michael Moore gave a personal appeal to Iran asking its death to America vowing leadership to let him and his fellow peaceful progressives fix the problem. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I have just sent the Ayatollah of Iran a personal appeal Mm. asking him. Not to respond to our assassination of his top general with violence of any kind, but rather let me and millions of Americans fix this peacefully. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's just so bizarre. Okay. Who are these people? And what is the matter with them? Seriously, you've got mental illness issues here. Oh, yeah. In the announcement of his appeal to the Supreme Leader, Ayatollah Ali Khamenei, the self-promotional more pointed followers to his podcast rumble with michael moore oh that's gotta be good that's not only gotta be good gotta be risky yeah not rumbling with michael moore um you know people obviously were pissed off and jumped on him a little bit few examples of what he heard in response uh, I really think you should make your appeal in person, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. I do too. That's maybe the quintessential response. Yep. I'm sure, Michael Moore, uh, that the Ayatollah will shortly respond. If he ends up inviting you to visit him in <laughs> Iran, please consider taking Colin Kaepernick and Rose McGowan <laughs> with you. Oh, like a, like a, a Hollywood delegation. Uh-huh. Please wear a Star of David. Oh. And carry an LGBTQQIA2 plus flag to ingratiate yourselves with the Ayatollah and his posse. <laughs> That's so great. Yeah. But it just it shows you the stupidity of these people. 
I mean, what again, what is the matter with you? How do you think how do you think this is going to work? This is a regime that kills the people that you supposedly are so supportive of. They kill LGBTQIA2+ members. In fact, you remember the claim that they don't have any gays mm. in Iran. Yeah. It's probably true because they kill them when they find them. Yeah. So they've got very few because those who uh, are discovered are murdered. Murdered. It's unbelievable. Um, and yet, the insanity continues from the left uh, every day, all day. In Iraq, or Iran... Uh, This is amazing. At least 35 people were killed and another 48 injured in a stampede that broke out during a funeral procession for Soleimani. Oh, my gosh. So they're having a funeral procession Uh for the Iranian general Soleimani. And a stampede breaks out during it where 35 people are killed? Oh, my goodness. That country's horrible they I mean, can't even just, mourn correctly yeah you can't even Ugh. <laughs> i mean it's just it's incomprehensible and the left continues to uh support them and and their ways the uh incident occurred in his hometown of uh, kerman mm. iran has mm. promised retaliation on american interests thursday at baghdad international airport of course we we killed him last thursday and and so they're Supposedly in mourning, but I have uh, seen some Iran experts mm-hmm. who say that this guy was hated, that this guy yeah. is not supported. Right, right, right. And Trump even had a fun tweet a few days ago that says, you know, how uh, you won't hear the truth about how he was feared and hated in his own country and all this. Right. Stuff. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I mean, they're trying to present him like, you know, he was this uh, upstanding, normal a wonderful military leader in in Iran who's just you know doing the sovereign business of of Iranians mm-hmm. and that's not he, the guy's a terrorist he was a terrorist and and the way that the left is uh, protesting this death you it's it's almost like they do they they did finally like i mean the babylon bee did such a great job with that um with the with the uh, this story. isn't far from true i know <laughs> democrats from the Babylon Bee, Democrats call for flags to be flown at half mast <laughs> to grieve the death of Soleimani. <laughs> I love it. At a press conference held on Capitol Hill Friday, morning Democrat leaders called for flags to be flown at half mast to honor the death of Qasem Soleimani. Flags were spotted flying at half-mast around the country, notably at the Washington Post, the New York Times, and in front of several celebrities' homes. Uh-huh. That's fun. <laughs> the celebrities went out and bought an American flag for the first time <laughs> just to fly it at half-mast for this important time of grief. Aww. So well-written. These are... Yeah. I mean, it is just a, a great sight. Yeah. The grieving process is painful but necessary, Representative Volan Omar said. As a nation, we need to stop and grieve this great, austere, revered religious scholar. He was one of the good ones. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. In a rare moment of unity with the squad, Pelosi gave each of the girls a hug. Aww. Telling them to just 
let it all out in their time of sadness. Casio <laughs> Cortez didn't seem to know what was happening, but adjusted her glasses to look smart. <laughs> <laughs> A teary-eyed Barack Obama. Oh wow! Was also seen solemnly lowering the flag in front of his seaside mansion mm. to think this all could have been prevented with a few pallets of cash <laughs> he sighed and stared off into the distance mm-hmm. a look of pain and regret on his face if only trump had targeted a u.s citizen with a drone strike instead oh yeah like he did yeah several times <laughs> several times later De- democrats clarified uh they meant we should fly the iranian flag at half mass not oh. the not the offensive and problematic american flag <laughs> that i mean it's almost not funny because it's so close to reality. Uh-huh. <laughs> it, is, it is just true. It, it captures the essence of who the Democrats are. There's no doubt about that. Mm. Also from the Babylon Bee, in retaliation now to Iran, Iran declines to sign Colin Kaepernick after reviewing his workout video. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick sent his workout video to Iran Hmm. after learning they may have recently opened a position, but has yet to receive a phone call. Kaepernick condemned American attacks on Iranian terrorists last week, inciting rumors that he may have found a team interested in him in the Islamic Revolutionary Guard Corps. (laughs) But Iranian officials have dispelled the rumors, stating clearly and unequivocally, that we have no interest in signing Kaepernick at this time, but we wish him well in his future endeavors. It's disappointing to see that Iran is as hateful as America, a downcast Kaepernick said at a press conference. I expected to be welcomed as a hero over there, but apparently they're too biased against people with dark skin. Kaepernick plans his protest uh, to protest Iran's hate by continuing to kneel during the American national anthem. Iran has clarified that they agree with Kaepernick ideologically, but they need someone who can throw. <laughs> Love this. Yeah, we agree with him ideologically, but yeah, we need we need somebody who can throw the football. That's all. <laughs> I don't know when this. Uh, I want to go back just for a second. The Obama uh, drone strikes, you know. Yeah. I was looking to see how many Americans he had killed. I still don't have that number. But I love this headline. If Obama apologized for one civilian drone victim every day, it would take him three years. Wow. And uh, so he, uh, under his uh, leadership, um, 5,160 people were killed, including 1,124 civilians. Okay. Trump takes out an evil military general Mm -hmm. and the whole left goes Mm -hmm. insane. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Thanks for your principles. Well, you remember the guy in Yemen, right, who was eating bre- breakfast at an outdoor cafe. Mm-hmm. And a, an American drone took him out, killed him right there having breakfast uh, at tableside. And then, what was it, three days later, killed his 16-year-old son. He was an American citizen. Was he a good guy? Yeah, probably not. Uh, no. Uh, I think he was certainly sympathetic at least to terrorism and and if not participating fully in it um but that was an american citizen and obama just had him killed summarily like that so you know all of a sudden their newfound standards of hey stop droning people what are you doing and and again again um 
that was an American citizen. Right. This right. is this an is not. evil Iranian mm-hmm. general, legitimate military target. And Iran can say all the all they want. Oh, we had nothing to do with the IEDs in Iraq. Well, we we all know they came from Iraq. We all know they were developed by that guy, by Soleimani. And hundreds. I think they give him credit for 600, in fact, troops being killed. Uh, and how many more maimed by his handiwork? And how many more was he in Baghdad to plot to take out right. in the future? Right. Which is why he was there in the first... What are you doing there? What are you doing there? Then attack him at his home in... in Kermit, or wherever his hometown is in Iran. All right? He was at the Baghdad mm-hmm. airport. Yes. It's a place that Iran has made a battlefield to engage Americans. A little bit problematic. Had we taken him out in Iran, you know, then it's a little more provocation, I would say. that That's real escalation if you're going directly to Iran and killing their citizens in Iran, but, you know, he had no business being at the Baghdad airport. And remember what Joe Biden said in 1996, if Iran is behind the Kobar Towers attack of our Marines in Saudi Arabia, they have forfeited their sovereignty, and that's an act of war. I mean, that was, is that not the exact similar circumstances as now? Yes. Yes, it is. But he obviously feels the exact opposite Uh of the way he felt then. Because a guy with an R after his name is the one who right. pulled the trigger. It's all political, and it's really despicable. It's it's politics over country. Just it, it, really sad that that's where we are. Meanwhile, oil prices are, of course, spiking. So is gold. Um, oil extended its gains, briefly surpassing $70 a barrel in London for the first time since September. And Middle East tensions flaring up. Futures rose as much as 3.1% yesterday as the U.S. State Department warned of a heightened risk of missile attacks near energy facilities in Saudi Arabia. Ah, There's another aspect of this that's going to be a nightmare, the whole oil situation. Even though we get very little of our oil from the Middle East, other people do. And so it just, it lessens the supply when there's chaos. Mm Mm-hmm. And so the prices go up everywhere because the price per barrel rises. Over 70 bucks a barrel, uh, that's... And, and, you know, it rises instantly. And then how long does it take to exactly. fall back down? Exactly. If if a butterfly flaps its wings across the ocean... Yeah, it's going up right now. Oh, my gosh. We're going to spike that a quarter a gallon. Now, if things calm down, check with us in six months. <laughs> right. If it's still calm, well, you, we'll I mean, it's, lower it down. You can't, Expect it to immediately drop. <laughs> I mean, you've got to wait for this thing to go through its uh, its market sources. I see. Uh huh. <clears throat> okay. Okay. <laughs> President Trump has said he's prepared uh, to strike in a disproportionate manner if they if they hit any of our facilities or or people. Good. And more than fifty Iranian sites could be hit if Tehran retaliates. And of course, some of those some of those could be oil-based and the whole thing just the uncertainty is enough to drive up oil because nothing's really happened yet and it's already it was already up to 70 bucks a barrel yesterday so we can expect some volatility there uh four million barrels of options contract that would profit from a jump in brent crude to 95 dollars a barrel traded 
uh, in both March and September. The cost of insuring tankers could rise again. I mean, there's it's kind of a complicated process of, you know, the at least that's what they tell us. But it's not like ExxonMobil just decides, all right, we're going to we're going to charge another 50 cents because, you know, there's a lot that goes into it. There's the refining, there's the uh, drilling, there's there's the whole process along the way. And uh, oil prices climbed 23 percent last year. And they may have already reached levels that don't leave much scope for further gains, hopefully. The oil market <clears throat> always assumes the worst, so a lot of the general risk is already priced in, according to the manager, managing director of Abu Dhabi-based um, oil companies. Prices at $70 a barrel already assume the worst-case scenario, and we see them holding there. Oh, well, that would be nice then, because uh, it, it does seem high for this time of year. I mean, we're not in the summer. It's not holiday time. We're in the middle of winter. Uh, there's no reason for oil prices to be high because nothing's happened yet. But, yeah, but that butterfly, just the threat. That butterfly the sneezed. The butterfly. It sneezed over the Oh, uh, it didn't Atlantic. flap its wings? It, it flapped sneezed. its wings and, and then it mm. sneezed right over the Atlantic Ocean. <laughs> so um, call down to the QT and tell them to jack the price up by a quarter for each gallon. <clears throat> That's Really? Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, just wait till he lands. Then, the butterfly? Yeah, then you're going to see gas lines. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 888-900-3393. On the campaign trail. This is pretty exciting. Judge Judy. Oh, God. Finally. Finally, finally I know for whom I should be voting. Because <laughs> I, you know, I've been wondering for the last two or three years. Have you? Where does Judge Judy stand in all of this? <laughs> where, Where's her head at right mm-hmm. now? And we didn't know until now because it, it was Michael Bloomberg, and obviously she's been waiting for her guy to get in, and so now ah. we can all stop waiting, uh-huh. and we can throw our weight behind Michael Bloomberg. Here's Judge Judy uh, for Michael Bloomberg. I'm Judge Judy Scheindlin. I like to say you can judge someone's character by what they've done. Do you? Mike Bloomberg has done amazing things <laughs> and will be a truly great president. No one comes close to Mike Bloomberg's executive achievement, government Mm. experience, and impactful philanthropy. His steady leadership will unite our country and bring us through these very challenging times. (laughs) Mike will get it done. Mike will get it done. What a great slogan. Mike will get it done. (sighs) Judge Judy, kind of surprised. Mm. It's a person who makes $40 million a year. And you want a guy who's talking about, you know, higher taxes and taking away your guns. Of course, maybe she doesn't care about that. I don't know where she stands on the gun thing. But Michael Bloomberg, there you go. Now we know for whom to vote. Michael Bloomberg. Judges reached her verdict. (laughs) So dumb. Is there anybody that really cares who Judge Judy wants for president? Are are there people clamoring to hear Judge Judy's endorsement? Really? I I honestly didn't realize that she was a progressive, which obviously her progressive leanings outweigh her pocketbook, as you just pointed out. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, But just one one fun fun New York liberal. To another. Yeah, enjoying another, I guess. Whatever. I love how Bloomberg in his ads is taking credit for virtually everything... That's happened in the state of New York. 
like <clears throat> healthcare. He fixed health. The mayor fixed your healthcare in New York City. Mm. Wow, how many mayors are really involved in their city's uh, healthcare issues? Well, I mean, we just didn't give uh, Wayne Messam a shot. I mean, he was the mayor of uh, of that place in Florida. Right? <laughs> yeah, in that town, place in Florida, whose whose name you don't even remember yeah, sure. right now. The, sure. I mean, even I don't think Buttigieg is even taking credit for South Bend's healthcare issues. Is, is Bloomberg taking credit for um, people fleeing the state in yeah, droves? No, because no. New got York nothing to do with that. Is hemorrhaging citizens right now. Yes, they are, and they're going to lose several congressional seats because of it. Yeah, and what is it that uh, the governor of New York says when he's told that hey, the wealthy people are fleeing your state like crazy because they can't stand your policies? Good riddance. That's his response to it. Good riddance. Okay. Uh, wow. That's stupid. It's insane. That's stupid. You're kind of losing a, you know, people to tax because you're taxing them so much they can't even stand to live yeah, well, good in riddance. that state. Good riddance. It's just a poorly run city and state. Yes, it is. 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed. Coming up. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. I learned about roaches. I learned about kids jumping on my lap. Mm-hmm. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> Good grief. One of the greatest statements uh, of last year from Joe Biden. Uh, <laughs> Do we also have something uh, fairly recent? Was this just yesterday? Yeah, I think it was yesterday. Kid to see him after the town hall meeting. This yeah. is fun. Okay. Maybe he was, you know, he's going to ask him to get him on his lap. I don't, I don't know. Uh, take a look. Mm. I want to start off by thanking everybody under the age of 15. Dr. We owe you big kiddo. I don't know how you got it. But thank you, thank you, thank you. After it's over, come up and talk to me for a minute, okay? Oh, Promise, oh. Right? Wait, what? Anybody oh. under 15, you get something <laughs> special today. Oh, wow. Because I tell you what. Yeah. Okay. I learned about roaches. I learned about mm-hmm. kids jumping on my lap. Mm. And I've loved kids jumping on my lap. There you go. He's like, he said promise. Like he wanted Weird, them to promise stuff. him that he <laughs> that they would come up after. And it was two young girls, by the way, if you're if you're listening to the program. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll give you something special. Weird. <laughs> he's done that before. So there was another weird. clip over the Does, break where he's like, oh, you're 11? Oh, see me afterward. It's like, what? does he not know how creepy and weird that sounds? I don't, I don't know if he's Is giving them like, an, like a, a, a lapel pin with an American flag or a campaign button or whatever. I'll tell you this. If it was Donald Trump saying that. Yes. Especially- it would lead every broadcast and they would talk about how sick and demented he is. Mm-hmm. And that he's, he's probably a pedophile. That's what they'd be talking about. If it was Donald Trump saying it. Think of the past in, in the context. Uh, Joe Biden doesn't understand. We all envision when you're saying that, Joe, mm-hmm. middle class Joe, okay? Um, we see you behind preteen girls sniffing their hair, whispering in their ears while their parents are standing next to right. them. With your, with your hands on, on their shoulders. Yes. Uh, and, and just gently caressing them. <laughs> That's what we. Those are the images we have from him. If it's if it's some little trinket campaign novelty you want to give them, just say, "Hey, uh, stick around afterward. I, I got want a you to meet button for you. I got Jenny uh, on my staff wants to give you this uh, uh, bumper little... sticker. Uh, yeah, I got a donut for you. Tell us what it is. Don't make it. 
I've Leave got, it so creepy and I've weird. Can, I've got candy in my campaign bus. No, that's probably not what he wants to say. Sorry. <laughs> He's so, so weird. weird. Yeah, weird. They all are. All the Democrats are and just so true. bizarre. Yeah. <laughs> They're bizarre. Remember the list? I mean, we used to. Oh, my gosh. I still have the list somewhere of all the Democrats that were, some of them are gone now. Mm. But, you know, you had the poop from Beto thing where he tried to trick his wife with baby poop thinking it was guacamole. You had the uh, Andrew Yang no circumcision rhetoric. That was a really important thing to him. You got all this creepiness from Biden with women. Mm -hmm. You had the Hickenlooper who wanted to take, who did take his mom to deep throat. (laughs) In the seventies. Uh, oh wait, I think he did actually. Yeah, he did. Yeah, okay. No, he did. Okay, he went, I, he, he and a friend took his mom. Okay, okay. When you said he wanted movie. to, I wanted to make sure we knew he actually he wanted did. to, yeah. and he did. Uh-huh. Well, he did. Elizabeth Warren, who continually tells us uh, she's not a woman of color. Yeah, we know, Whitey. We can look at you and tell. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Proposing a hundred trillion plus in spending. Uh, you got Bernie Sanders who uh, has the, you know, the naked Soviet Union honeymoon where yeah. they're singing Kumbaya together, yeah, whatever then, it was. And then he remade This Land is Your Land. Ugh, that was... Oof. Uh, let's see. Oh, wait a minute. Is Marianne Williamson, like, the normal one? <laughs> <laughs> Out of that group? Yes. I'd, I'd have to say she is. Oh, yeah, and then uh, is it John Delaney? Uh, he's the guy who posts on Instagram, like, pictures of him doing a workout. Like, he will, uh, he'll do his little jump, like he would jump up on this table. And just to, oh. to show us how yeah jumpy he is. I, I don't know. To show how agile and yeah, like, strong I'm, and like, fit. It's Yeah, if you ever want to entertain yourself, if you're bored, just look for, uh, I think it's John Delaney, right? Yeah, John Delaney, uh, like, workout videos or something. It's, he's odd, too. And wait a minute, Andrew Yang, um, he had the uh, the Cool Whip incident. That was unfortunate. Video. Oh, that's right. Not just the circumcision thing, but yeah. the more much more recent Cool Whip thing where... Hey, we opened a New Hampshire office. Let's Guys knelt celebrate. down in front of him and he sprayed Cool Whip into their mouths. <laughs> a real thing. That's a real... Th- it sounds like we're making that up. If you missed it, it was an actual event that <laughs> took place. What? Th- three guys. Uh, I, it's really weird. Really, until finally, one of his aides that was standing around kind of took him and said, okay, can we stop with that? <laughs> Didn't audibly say that, but that was definitely the message he was given to Andrew Yang. Uh, Andrew, really, really bad uh, optics here. And, okay, and, let's not do this. And 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 was it, uh, let's see, no, it wasn't Bloomberg, never mind. Well, oh, de Blasio ran for like five minutes, right? He, he was in the running, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and he was. He, in uh, it. And he, he he was in it. He hooks up the air conditioner to his uh, window of his SUV to get around the uh, ordinances yes. in New York City. It's the weirdest. It's such a weird group. Creepiest group of humans to ever run for president. Mm-hmm. Strange. Strange. Yep. So so good luck, Democrats. Yeah. I hope you pick a winner out of your. Uh... Good luck, except for not. <laughs> except for the opposite of that, please. Uh. At Pat Unleashed, we got some uh, tweets here from Pulpiest Pulp. Since Trump dropped those bombs the other day, I haven't had a single vehicle warranty phone call. Oh! Aha! Have you? Come to think of it. Right? I don't think I have either. 
Was that all Suleimani's doing? Thank you, President (laughs) Trump. Oh, he's going to sail to victory in November. Yeah. (laughs) His uh, terrorism knew no bounds. He was involved in a lot of stuff, obviously. Uh, Constitutional Bonehead tweets, Funny how Iranian savages trample their own at a funeral honoring their own savage. It's, it yeah. is weird. It's very strange. So weird. I mean, you hear that stuff all the time. How many people die uh, in that pilgrimage every year uh, to uh, Saudi Arabia? Uh, sometimes it's in the thousands of can, people that get trampled. That's so... Can, like, like, let's every just year. Think of a funeral procession <clears throat> or something. Can you not just stand there solemnely? No. What? what? There's so <clears throat> much... No rage in yeah. that part of the world strange chill really strange. out for five minutes and grieve man they can't even get that right from keith's forgotten tv is that your what 42 inch television yeah, now it's yeah. been forgotten Small. i don't even really sad really sad <laughs> is it what a beautiful what a beautiful tuesday to listen to pat talk about the insanity that is 2020 yeah, yeah here we every are. day is a beautiful day for that isn't it i mean 2019 set the bar high or well low Yes, um, and we're already sneaking under it. <laughs> <laughs> we're already. Yeah. Uh, you, my nerve, hurt, nerve herder. It's hard to say. You, my nerve herder. Mm-hmm. From uh, Chuck Todd. I'm sorry, we just lost the satellite feed. Jay Johnson. I'm sitting right next to you, Chuck. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. Oh, look, oh, Andrew Yang. Yeah. Oh, there it is. Happy New Hampshire office opening. Why? Why? And look at the guy behind him. He's like, uh, what are you doing? Okay, let's go. Dude. Time to go. I mean, and yeah. that wasn't enough. No. He's got to do it again. No. <laughs> Should we blur yeah. this out or something? And look at him. <laughs> okay, let's go. Look at the guy on the right. The guard on the right's like. <laughs> you could literally see his aide or advisor, whoever that guy is. Maybe it's his campaign manager. I don't know. Tap him on the shoulder. Okay, that, that's enough. He literally says, okay, that's enough. And uh, just, to, just to quote so Andrew Yang, here's a direct quote. Um, that's a full-service presidential candidate, end quote. Okay. Ugh. All righty. That's some fun right there. <laughs> good, clean fun, that's all. Uh, and good news. We have really good news for you. Former Rhode Island senator, former Rhode Island governor. Oh, wow. Lincoln Chafee. Yeah. Has filed to run for president. Well, thank goodness. As a libertarian. Whoa. Yes. Well, that's a curveball. Right. He used to be Republican. Okay. He was a Democrat governor. Okay. And now he's going to try uh, everything. He's going to try his hand at libertarianism. Wow. <laughs> and he was an independent for a while, too. This is like, uh, he's got the whole set. Uh, it's his completed. fourth party. Yeah. yeah. It's his fourth party. <laughs> Records filed with the Federal Election Commission on <clears throat> Sunday show Chafee registered as the Lincoln Chafee for President Campaign Committee based in Wyoming. Oh, he's now based in Wyoming? Weird. That is weird. Okay. Especially because he... Huh. Like, we have that old clip where he says, I live in Canada. Right. So he's gone from Rhode Island to Canada. Yeah. And he was running for president based out of Canada. I don't know how that works. Now Wyoming. My gosh, man. Just in fact... Put when, down roots somewhere. When he announced his big, bold plan... He said he lived in Canada. Earlier, I said, let's be bold. Uh, you did. Here's a bold embrace of internationalism. Okay, can't wait. Let's join the rest of the world and go metric. Finally, somebody said it. Finally. Remember how excited we all were? Yes! Uh, yeah, we were. Wait, Woo! yeah. Metric, this is what we've been clamoring for since the 
mid-70s because it didn't work that time, but we mm-hmm. we know this time it'll work because, well, I, I'm not sure why because there's no way to figure out the metric system. So I don't know why it would work. Uh, but I happen to live in Canada. Get that? I happen to live in Canada. Well, then why are you running for president of the United States? I, I don't and they completed the process. Uh-huh. Believe me, it's easy. <laughs> no, no, it isn't. It's He's impossible. He's the most awkward fact. human being because oh, really when awkward. I saw the story yesterday, we went back, we have the video of the metric, you already played the audio there, but when I was looking for it in that same speech, um, he talked about, uh, well, he wants world peace too. Uh, the challenges awkward. are many and formidable. Awkward. Let's <laughs> wage peace in this new American century. Thank you for inviting me and he bumps the microphone. He's wow. Like, Let's wage, wage peace, peace in this, in this new, new American century. Uh, okay. Okay. Thank you, Lincoln. So that was awkward. Really inspiring, though. Really inspiring. <laughs> then his website boasts. No, no. It's, it doesn't it boast 30 tears, zero scandals? Oh, yeah. Oh, that's his slogan. Yeah. His slogan, 30 tears, zero scandals. What? That's... And then Lincoln leads with truth are his two things, right? Hold on. What was it? 30 years? It doesn't say years unless it's a typo. It says 30 tears, zero scandals. It's got to be years, though, right? Wow. No, I don't know who screwed that up, whether it was the story writer or the... No, it's it's got to be thirty years. Let's go to his website and see if it's years or tears. So okay. thirty years, zero scandals. Zero scandals. And, is that the same in metric though? Uh, no, no, it's, no not. it's not. So yeah. is that? <laughs> we got to refigure it in uh, in metric. I'm gonna check out his website. Can we see the uh, back in 2016 the 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 fake campaign ad that Conan O'Brien made for uh, Lincoln Chafee? Uh, this is. Can we play that one now? Lincoln Chafee is 1.8 meters and 72.7 kilograms of red-blooded American. Some question his campaign platform, but don't judge him until you've walked 1,609.34 meters. He'll fight to ensure every hectare of this country is safe. And when it comes to health care, he won't budge 2.54 centimeters. Chafee let Wall Street off the hook when hell reaches a cool zero degrees Celsius. Plus, he supports the popular movement to convert the dollar to the euro. Lincoln Chafee. Uh, He'll be out of this race in 0.2 nanoseconds. That, that turned that, out to be totally accurate. Yeah, that is awesome. That was fun. That is a great... What's his stupid website <laughs> yeah. again? I can't find it. He didn't pay Google to, to put it at the top of the search results. Huh. What, what's uh, It's LincolnForLiberty.com. Oh, boy. LincolnForLiberty.com. I am anxious to see if it's 30 tiers or 30 years, zero scandals. Uh, it's nothing is showing up nothing. that's even close. Good, okay. But uh, How oh, about Lincoln uh, Leads with Truth? Hold on. Either Te- one of those? He's based in Teton Village, Wyoming. Oh, that yeah. doesn't... Uh, that that'll resonate well. well yeah, because you don't want to you don't want to base yourself in the big cities in Wyoming. You know, you don't want to go to Casper or Laramie. Oh no, it uh, says thirty years. It does say yeah. thirty years. Okay, good. And see, he's hard at work. See what he is is he's sitting there mm-hmm. on the phone. See that? So mm-hmm. he's working for you thirty years, zero scandals. Mayor, governor, senator, libertarian. I, I, seriously, they probably had this website ready to go, and it said all this. 
And he's like, I don't know what party I'm going to run under. Just leave that part blank. And then when I file, I'll tell you what word to put in there. And they're like, okay, go with libertarian. This time we're going with libertarian. Didn't see that curveball coming, did you? <sighs> Lincoln leads with truth. So he was elected to the Senate as a Republican, represented Rhode Island for one term. Then he lost to a Democrat. He served as governor of Rhode Island first as an independent, then joined the Democrat Party in 2013. Now he's libertarian. Of course. Of course, of course he is. Course. Yes. I remember there was a time when I had memorized, because I'm a loser, the seven Republican senators that voted against George W. Bush's plan to drill in Anwar. And I do mm. remember. Was he one of them? Yeah, I do remember Chafee was one of them. Um, McCain also. Uh, Part of that fun gaggle, but uh, he's a maverick. He was a he was a maverick. Yeah. If you remember, my friends, you're a maverick. A maverick who could have ended Obamacare. Yeah, but he he didn't. So, <clears throat> but we lost him. Yeah. So you can't say anything about him. Oh, I can't. No, like nothing. <laughs> no, like nothing. No. I mean, you can say good things about him, okay. but because he's gone now, you can't say anything bad about him. Um, that's the new rule. That's the new rule. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Once they die, you can't say anything bad about them. Not a thing. Has oh. to only be complimentary. What a horrible presidential right. candidate he was. Wait, that's not complimentary. Oh, it's horrible. Oh, horrible yeah. means, oh. Uh-huh, yeah. See, I don't know words very well. <clears throat> All right, 888-900-3393 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, some of these tweets uh, that came in yesterday, late uh, from Justin Souls. Oh, yeah, these are just great tweets that, that, I, great tweets that, that, that I see that, that don't get enough respect on the Twitter. Keith collects mm-hmm. and uh, deems appropriate to, to mention. Mm-hmm. I noticed the anti-gun leftists say, the only, say only police should carry firearms, yet those same leftists are the ones saying we can't trust the police who are slaughtering minorities. <laughs> How true is that? Nice job, Justin. A nice observation there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so very, very true. Uh, from Chapman, Chapman, Chapman Farms, Farms Eleven. Mm-hmm. What's the latest on the sliced bread germ experiment? Now that's a good question. Oh yeah. Uh, it's kind of disappointing because of chemicals. Uh, it must be. The preservatives are keeping anything from happening. Because these things have been in here for uh, what two three and weeks, two and a half weeks, yeah, something okay. like that, almost three weeks, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so here's the control bread. Okay, you can see looks no, the same. We didn't do anything with that one. Didn't all right. Well, the other ones that have been rubbed in all kinds of see, icky. Yeah, we washed our hands before this one, so you wouldn't expect anything on these, right? Mm-hmm. There's the hand sanitizer again. You know, nothing. All there. right. Yeah. And there's the dirty hands. Can you see the big difference between the first three and the dirty hands uh, slice there? Absolutely. Okay. I think there were two problems. One, we got bread with all kinds of preservatives. Yeah. Second, uh, it's brown bread instead of white bread, which would have gotten probably ickier sooner. You got sooner. Keith's laptop. Again, nothing showing up there. Studio carpet. Again, nothing. Oh, and I said, this one mm. has defied every odd uh, you can imagine. Um, this one was rubbed thoroughly on Jeffy's chair, and yet still Still looks, looks fine. I mean, if there was one you would have expected, this might be the, the, the stunning one right here. Is This is a... Nothing's wrong with it. Strong piece you of could, bread You there. could put that in the toaster and, and have it uh, for toast right now, today. <laughs> I wouldn't because you know what happened to it. So it's disappointing. We'll, we, we will check in on these over time and see what happens. And uh, But so far, zero. Nothing. Nothing's happened. Nothing. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. 
And it does show you what those chemicals do yeah. uh, for the products. And so what does that do to your body once they're in it? I'm sure nothing. I'm sure it's fine. Yeah. Don't even worry about it. It's all ah, good. Move along now. Move along. Uh, oh, by the way, we also had from Nick. Nick from Illinois calls us once in a while and does impressions. Oh, yeah. Great. Fun guy. Uh, does celebrity impersonations. He also, I guess he also plays guitar, right? And yeah. And he was showing off, was he showing off a shirt he had? Yeah, he finally, yeah, he finally got his shirt. Got his there shirt it is. <laughs> a little live performance of the theme song. Nice. <laughs> nice job, Nick Ryan. <laughs> like that. I Good like stuff. It. Yeah. At uh, Pat Unleashed on Twitter if you'd like to reach out to us. And by the way, don't forget about our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Pat Unleashed. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're all over the socials. All over and, uh, the universe. There's going to be a lot of fun stuff on YouTube. There's, it's, it's not as populated as it's going to be, but there's still some fun stuff on there uh, right now that you can check out on YouTube. That Gray Unleashed. Thanks for being here with us. 888 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. B. DeBodine tweets... Come back to Uncle Joe's. No malarkey bus after this. And Uncle Joe will let you rub his hairy legs privately. Oh, no. No. (laughs) Gross. The weird stories he tells, the weird mannerisms he has, uh, it's just very, very strange. Real Tyler Morgan tweets, uh, sounds like Joe Biden and Jeffrey Epstein both enjoyed kids on their laps. Mm. Oh, Mm -hmm. oh, no. Uh, Pat's friend, Whitey Bonehead. (laughs) Okay. Uh, on a side note, I was best friends with Judge Judy's son in high school before she was famous. He was the rich kid who had a brand new car at 16. Yeah, oh. Brad. Uh, <laughs> Scotty Sweatman tweets, um, Judge Judy, what exactly has Bloomberg done besides posing for photographs in your endorsement ad? I noticed that. There was those those ridiculous ones where standing there looking at a blueprint with a guy with a hard hat on mm-hmm. and uh, various uh, fake Political poses. Well, he, he banned uh, large sodas. He tried to ban salt. <laughs> uh, he did some really amazing things in New York. Sure did. He closed a lot of closed plazas the- and mm-hmm. streets and made them walking areas for some reason, making it very, very hard to navigate yourself around New York. I mean, he's presidential material right there, just based on what you've told us. From from Keith's mangled voodoo doll, uh, of course, Jeffy's chairbread is not melted or growing new life. Obviously, Jeffy is so potent, even bacteria can't live on him or his stuff. <laughs> okay. All righty. Okay. I guess that explains it. <laughs> Problem solved. Yeah. Mystery uh, no longer. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Apparently, President Trump said that Mark Zuckerberg told him he's number one on Facebook. Hmm. So not, then... <laughs> I think President Trump is going to like uh, Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that works, It's man. how it works. Yeah. It is. Yep. During his talk with uh, Rush yesterday, President Trump talked about a recent dinner he had with Mark Zuckerberg. President was likely referring to his October dinner with Zuckerberg when he was in Washington, D.C. Zuckerberg himself was asked about it last month and, and was, you know, didn't say much about it. He said, we talked to... We talked about a number of things that were on his mind and the topics you'd read in the news around our work. The president 
uh, described it as, I had dinner with Mark Zuckerberg the other day <laughs> and claimed, he said, I, I'd like to congratulate you. You're number one on Facebook. You know, it's incredible. <laughs> End quote. And then he complimented Rush on his ratings. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which, you know, I mean, Rush has been uh, at the top of the ratings heap for, what, 30 years now. So, yes, congratulations on that. It continues. Um, 888-933-93. Also, of course, uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, John Bolton says he, I guess, will testify if he's subpoenaed by the Senate and their impeachment trial, if it ever mm-hmm. comes to that. Yeah. Former White House National Security Advisor John Bolton announced yesterday if he's issued a subpoena for his testimony, he would be ready to answer questions as part of any Senate impeachment trial. Hmm. I have concluded that if the Senate issues a subpoena for my testimony, I'm prepared to testify. Pretty simple statement. Uh, Democrats <laughs> want testimony from, from Bolton during those House impeachment hearings, but Bolton made it clear he wanted to let the courts decide if he could overcome the objections of the White House. Democrats ultimately <clears throat> decided against a legal battle and never issued a subpoena. Bolton's announcement comes as Democrats have continued to try to put pressure on Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell to call witnesses. How are they going to call witnesses <clears throat> when they have nothing to to uh, to go to trial with? What, what are they going to call witnesses about? They don't have any ar- articles of impeachment. What are they going to do? <laughs> it's just, that's madness. Yeah. Send the articles of impeachment and then... You know, maybe McConnell will call witnesses. I don't know. I kind of doubt it at this point. I think they just want to, want to get it over with now. Uh, meanwhile, someone who really needs to testify, Hunter Biden. Oh, yeah. There we go. He's doing an Arkansas courtroom today. Is he? <clears throat> will he be there? Well, what's going on there? What, what he, why is he going to Arkansas? Well, the woman, the woman who's suing him... <laughs> For child support, child support, you know, for their their love child, uh, is um, he's expected to be there. Lawyers for London Alexis Roberts are crying foul because Biden declared himself unable to appear for the scheduled hearing today. Huh. That's uh, the filing asked the court to deny Biden's motion to reschedule the hearing. So they, they want him there today. I'm guessing he's not going to be there today. Hmm. The defendant has provided no documentation or factual basis to support his allegation that he is suddenly unable to appear January 7th, 2020, which is today. (laughs) He has not provided vouched plane tickets or stated the reasons why he's unable to appear. (laughs) Uh, The lawyers also point out that Biden has stated multiple times that he's unemployed. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. Which eliminates the possibility that a work obligation is keeping him from appearing. I can't pay you child support because I got no job. Well, then you have plenty of time to show up for this court hearing. Yeah, and didn't you make anywhere from $5 million to $2 billion in Ukraine? But that seems to be somewhat up in the air how much it was. Be that as it may, Your Honor. Uh-huh. I'm unemployed I'm right now. currently unemployed. There's no income stream for me to be sharing for... Uh, the mother of my illegitimate child. 
And I just I spent the billion dollars that I got from the Ukraine. Yeah, that's gone. That's that was gone. That's like long gone. Scratch off lotto tickets. You know, Your Honor, a billion dollars just ain't what it used to be. <laughs> it's just, it really isn't. Uh, awesome. <laughs> that's good. There's also some identity situation going on there that that he apparently oh, yeah. stole his brother's identity. I mean, this guy. I had that tab open. I forgot to read the story this morning. Mm. This guy is uh, he's he's really something. And uh, he's he's troubled, you know. He's a mess. He's an absolute mess. And so uh, I really doubt that he's going to show up to court today or or any other day. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed. What would the next step be? Would there be a um, uh, uh, a warrant out for his arrest, failure to appear? I don't know. And that would probably only be enforceable within the state of Arkansas, but. Oh, that's, well, that's it's not fun. a criminal trial. It's uh, you know, he's being sued. Right, but so, if he fails to show up, and yeah. he has been, and he's been ordered by the court, right, to appear, mm-hmm. and then doesn't, then all of a sudden, he's on the lam. Huh. Be interesting to see. Okay. Yeah, uh, the Biden, the Bidens are just not being held accountable. And anytime you mention the Bidens and uh, their situation with Ukraine, uh, you're a conspiracy theorist, and it's all been disproven. Yeah. Oh, that's all been discredited. Yep. What, are you kidding me? N- none of it mm-hmm. has been discredited. What are you talking about? Yeah, but Joe, you know, God bless him. He thinks if he says that enough, people yeah. will believe. It's well, all proven. That's it's all proven. Yeah, they can false. go to the water cooler and say, no, that's already been disproven. Yeah, that, that's uh, already been covered. Has it? Can't. Yeah, no. It uh, It actually <laughs> it actually hasn't. Nope. Ever watch The Blaze? I was going to say. Middle class Joe? Send them a link. <laughs> Seriously. It's on YouTube. Uh, meanwhile, Meatloaf, how long has it been since we had a story about Meatloaf? I mean, not the food product, but the uh, actual singer. You know it's what? It's been a while. Ironically, Carrie made Meatloaf for dinner last night. Did she really? But, uh, but it, wasn't, that, yeah. it wasn't the singer, though. More relevant than this guy, I tell you that. When was the last time, for instance, you listened to the Bad Out of Hell <laughs> album? It's probably been a while, right? <gasps> oh. uh, Paradise by the Dashboard Lights or Two Out of Three Ain't Bad. Good times. He says, Meatloaf says, Greta Thunberg has been brainwashed into believing climate change is real. Huh. Look at that. What? Meatloaf. Meatloaf is, <laughs> it has some sanity. Thank you. Meatloaf is a logical, thoughtful human being. Wow. <laughs> Rockstar Meatloaf believes teenage climate change activist Greta Thunberg has been unwittingly forced into propagating a message of environmentalism. He said, I feel for that Greta. She's been brainwashed into thinking that there's climate change and there isn't. <laughs> I, I love, love that. this. That is fantastic. I, I, seriously, I, I love anytime you discover that a uh, celebrity is on your common sense side of an issue. Right. Although. It's just a feel good moment, yeah, isn't it? But, but going back to it's the like whole Christmas. water cooler analogy. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to be standing around at work, you know, drinking water. But you hear that, you know, Greta's crazy. Yeah. Wait, no, she has great things to say. No. Um, uh, <laughs> Meat, Meatloaf says, you know what? I'll just give you this one. You win the argument. And Greta, good, good for Greta. <laughs> Meatloaf says, yeah, not a lot of people start with those, uh, <laughs> those two words as an argument. No. No. <laughs> she hasn't done anything wrong, but she's been forced into thinking that what she's saying is true, Meatloaf told the Daily Mail. 
Meatloaf, now 72. Wow. That just kills me. Wow. Jeez, 72. Was born in Dallas? I didn't know that. I didn't either until I saw that. Known, of course, for his 1977 album, mm-hmm. debut album, Bat Out of Hell, which ranks among the highest selling releases ever. Hmm. You know how many copies that sold worldwide? You probably saw the article. Do you know? No, I don't have you a don't clue. Know? I didn't see that. 43 million. That one album. Wow. 43 million. Wow. I love the graphic Rob's put up there. Uh, Meatloaf would do anything for love, but not climate change. <laughs> <laughs> That's fun. That's good. That's good. Uh, so, um, Fantastic. Okay, but honestly, it was, it was a sit-down uh, interview for a newspaper. Uh, they still have those. Did you read about it, Jay? You think that? You yeah. read about so the paper today? He sat down for this interview. But what is he doing? Like Meatloaf? What, yeah, what has he been doing? I don't, I don't know. Probably collecting paychecks no, right. from the 43 million uh, albums sold. Uh, <laughs> he hasn't had a hit since, I don't know, the early 80s? No, no. Anything for Love was probably early 90s, right? When was that? Late 80s? I would do anything uh. for love. I don't think it was late 80s. 93. No, it wasn't. Was it really that recent? Uh-huh. Huh. Uh-huh. Wow. Okay. On the album Bad Out of Hell 2. I didn't realize that was the name of that album. Now you now you do. Now, I mean, obviously I do now. Now, now you do. <clears throat> and uh, I didn't realize he had any common sense. I, that's yeah. fantastic. Oh, he was on Celebrity Apprentice, according to Dylan. Hmm. Oh, that's right. So I'll bet you... Because everybody who comes in, contra- in contact with Donald Trump in that way seems to become a really good friend and fan and seems to support him for president. I mean, you look at even Piers Morgan. Piers Morgan, who was an absolute lunatic years ago that we talked about almost every day and something else uh, insane that he was saying, <clears throat> now supports all kinds of common sense issues. Do you know how difficult it is when you're trying to catch up on what Meatloaf has been up to? Uh, you know how difficult it is on Google um, to have to sort through the recipes and uh, oh, for the different meatloaf? dishes and stuff? I just want to know what, what he's doing these days. <laughs> so I literally had to just erase my search and do Meatloaf Wikipedia. Uh, I still don't know what he's doing, but... Uh, Good for him. I'm glad. Uh, mm-hmm. like, like, like you said, it's always good when when a celebrity has um, yeah a because common sense. A, and a really good indication of whether or not they've got common sense in, in other areas is the climate change thing. If they don't if they don't buy into man caused climate change, they probably agree with us on a lo- on many other things as well. That's what I found at um, least. By the way, uh, he did say in that same interview mm-hmm. uh, with the uh, UK Mirror, he said, uh, "I'm not old." I've got songs for another record, and I'm reading a script. So uh, <laughs> he's still got. I, I mean, he's reading I'm reading some scripts too. That doesn't yeah. mean that I'm going to be, you know, doing a movie anytime well, soon. I don't know. <laughs> or maybe it's. Uh, I don't know. Is he on he's, Broadway or something? What is? Yeah, maybe. I mean, he's done that too. He's done that. He's you know he does the he did the Rocker, Rocky Horror Picture Show 1975. Uh, he's done a lot of stuff. Okay. It's just been a while. All right, 888 More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. The first 
British astronaut to go into space has claimed aliens exist, and it's possible they're already living among us right here on Earth. Hang on a second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aliens exist. Britain has an astronaut? Yeah. Yeah. Dr. Helen Sharman. Uh, She said there's no two ways that aliens exist. There are so many billions of stars out there in the universe that there must be all sorts of different forms of life. Yeah, I think she's probably right about that. Cool. Do you believe that? Do I believe that there are alien life forms out yeah, there? Yeah, that there's, you know, that we're not alone in the universe. I don't not believe it. Like, I don't know. Whatever. Probably. <laughs> I think there's a chance that, there's more of a chance that there are aliens than there They're are not. N- yeah, okay. Yeah. All right. Absolutely. Uh, Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. I'd like to know, you know, people generally believe that, yeah, we're not alone. Uh, anyway, she's 56. Uh, she said that although aliens may not be made up of carbon and nitrogen like humans, possible they're here right now, and we simply can't see them. Hmm. So they're invisible aliens. Hmm. Wait. I believe if there are aliens, they're probably visible. Okay. All right. <laughs> so Then follow up. Do okay. they look like human beings? That's what I think, yes. Or for the most part. I mean, like, could they yes. pass as human beings? I think they look like human I mean, beings. could they be, you know, your coworkers among you that join you a couple times a week on the show? If they exist, they're created by the same person who created us, and so they're going to look like us. I mean, that's what I believe. Now it's getting deep. Yeah, that's what I believe. Okay. 56-year-old worked as a chemist before making history as the first British astronaut to participate in a mission to, of course, the... Oh, wow, this was clear back in 1991? What? Britain's had... An astronaut, a female astronaut since 1991? They need a better marketing. That's almost, that's almost 30 years. I didn't know Britain had astronauts. Yeah, better marketing is needed they, by that yeah. country because yeah. that's news to me too. <laughs> that's, uh, but that was in a mission to the Soviet modular space station, the Mir space station. Mir space station doesn't even exist anymore. Fell out of the sky, what, 20 years ago probably? That long, you think? Yeah, uh-huh. Yeah, it had to be like late 90s, early 2000. Hold on, is that the one? No, I'm not. It's, it was like a it was like a double wide trailer in space. Is that space. the one where you could go out and see it at night uh, as it was coming down? Um, no? Maybe. I don't know. I don't remember. To Earth cuz I remember like I just when I was, know about it was in really, years old. Really bad shape. Yeah, 2001. It, 2001. Okay. All right. Because I remember Mirror going around uh, you know, when you could go out and see it and stuff, mm-hmm. but uh it wasn't the same time period. She also highlighted in the interview that she's often referred to as the first British woman in space, rather than simply the first Britain in space. Okay. <laughs> well, she's the first woman or man, so I can, I can kind of understand that. It's telling that we would otherwise assume it was a man. She's, uh, shut up. Now you've gone too far. See? Now, see, I was trying to support her. I was trying to support her. I was on your side. <laughs> Not now. When Tim Peake went into space, some people forgot about me. A man going first would be the norm, so I'm thrilled that I got to upset that order. Oh, yeah, okay. Uh, upset that order. Uh, I'm so excited. Yeah, I'm excited for her, though. Aren't you? In September yeah. last year, three videos purporting to be leaked uh, military footage of UFOs were claimed as genuine by the U.S. Navy. The clips published by the Stars to the Stars Academy of Arts and Sciences showed several mystery objects traveling through the air at high speed. And it could be anything. I mean, I, I don't know if these are UFOs, but I 
they got to be out there somewhere. I don't know if they're visiting us, but they've got to be out there. And if they are here, I mean, it doesn't make any sense to me that they'd be invisible. <laughs> it doesn't. Oh, okay. You've got invisible aliens here. That's weird. Or the lizard people. I don't. I don't buy into that either. No. No. But if they were, if they were to look out like us, how would we know? Hey, how would we know? What purpose would these aliens have if they were here among us and not revealing themselves? Maybe to help us. Okay. Uh, Very good. Very mm-hmm. good. Very good. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Then they're failing. <laughs> have you seen society in a while? Okay. What, if you're here to help, then get on it. Okay? <laughs> Do a little bit more. Right. Try harder. Because <laughs> if they are here and they're here to help, obviously we've got vastly superior technology. And they should, you're right, they should be doing more. Society so I'm a little is pissed falling off apart. What are you doing? Are you just hanging out at Cozumel? I mean, could yeah, you please pissed. jump in here, run for office, do something yeah. to improve life on Earth? Because it sucks right now. Yeah, it's going nuts. Slacker aliens. I think they were assigned to our planet, and then they got here, and they're like, eh, it's pretty cool. Let's just chill. I ain't got to help them out any. Let's just hang out at the beach for a while. Seriously. Watch some football. Maybe they're responsible for the XFL because mm-hmm. they figure, okay, when football season ends, everything goes to hell. So let's create another football season right after the NFL, the XFL starts up. So the and aliens keep, created the, the XFL. A- aliens created the XFL. Do That's we, my new theory. Hold on. So do we blame <laughs> the aliens for the USFL as well? Uh, or, or NFL Europe? Mm. Or or what was this other league that just folded after like three and a half weeks? Oh yeah, what was that? that? I don't know. So are you telling me like lasted no time at all? I was starting to get into it too. I know you and Jeffy really were. I was starting to get into it. I liked it. And then uh, sorry, we're folding now. We're closing up shop. And that was joined at the hip with the NFL too. That league. Yeah, it was. And I think that's the only way they survive. It's kind of like the you know the WNBA. The NBA supports it and subsidizes it and pays for it and keeps it going. Well, that's what needs to happen if you're going to do a football network, yeah, too. Another the, football uh, league. The Alliance of American Football, AAF, is what that was, Yes, right? yeah. yes. Okay, and what was the WFL? I don't even know. The World Football League. Uh, I don't... Oh, okay. Um, and then the XFL was uh, a failed thing by the WWE. Remember yeah. that? And yeah. I think... I think this one's by what's his face too, right? The head of the WWE is involved in in this. Was that Vince McMahon? Or whatever? I think Vince McMahon. So yeah. The Arena Football League is officially no more. By the way. Oh really? It just I thought I had read something recently about how it was uh, fun. I didn't know was that. Fun. That was fun to watch. And, and that that lasted quite a while. These guys huh. suck. These aliens yeah, the that are aliens coming here, starting these footballs, started the to XFL. distract us and help mm-hmm. us out. They're just they need. They're to not very good at it. Do better. It is possible that, you know, even with all their technology, they don't understand football that well. Mm. Mm. It is possible. Are they responsible for the burping of the quarterback rule, you think? Because <laughs> I'm, I'm ready to get on board of the... Uh, I'm, I'm with you. Aliens are here. Mm-hmm. Now let's find out what they've been screwing up. Mm-hmm. Because the list, I believe, if we put our minds to it, is long. That's for sure. And there's something lost in translation intergalactically. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right, 888-900-3393. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. How long do you give how long do you give the XFL? Speaking of the XFL, I give it will it last to the end of the first season? 
Um, I don't know how long their season is. Probably eight games or something like that. Eight or ten at the most, I would think. Oh. Uh, I don't think they make it that far. Here's the complete schedule. It okay. begins on um, <clears throat> February 8th. Okay. And scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Oh, the playoffs. Where's the championship? Championship game is scheduled for April 26th. So do they make it to April 26th? I'm going to say no. I'm going to say they don't make it the full season. Although they're supposedly pretty well financed. I need to know what stadiums they're playing in. You know, if they're playing in regular large stadiums where they have to basically rent the place out and stuff. Yeah. No, they're not making it. No, they're not going to make it. No. Uh, and people just look at it, and because it is an inferior league, and it's lesser football, and you know, after watching the NFL, it's like I'm going to watch the amateur league now or the less than league. It doesn't. Uh, I don't think it makes sense to a lot of people, but we'll see. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. More coming up. Pat Gray Unleashed. Okay, this is exactly why this guy is beloved. <laughs> You've heard me wonder about it in the past. From time to time, here it is. Donald Trump is a, is beloved for this particular reason. <laughs> he just denied Iran's top diplomat entry into the United States because he's planning to come here to the UN and condemn the United States of America. Trump said, uh, <laughs> no. That is fantastic. You know the Obama administration would have allowed him in, put him up at the finest hotel, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, set him up with luxury meals and massages and given him an escort to the U.N. and helped him read his speech, made sure he had the teleprompter working properly. Sure, sure. Obama would have have, uh, uh, put cash in. And as many um, carry-on yep. bags as allowed to fly back to Tehran with? Yes. My goodness, this is using the office That's so great, so well, President Trump. I mean, why should we allow this guy to come here and badmouth us I in mean, our own country? <laughs> this will teach the United Nations from putting their headquarters I love in the it. United States. Love it. <laughs> Can you imagine if, uh, yeah, somebody's going to come to the to Iran. We're going to show up in Tehran and start badmouthing Iran. First of all, that person would be arrested and probably imprisoned. So why why should we allow it? We shouldn't. We don't need to. You've got no right to come here and badmouth us. So they denied his visa <laughs> to uh, Iran's foreign minister, Mohammad Zavad Zarif, wanted to attend the UN meeting next week. Zarif was expected to condemn the United States for killing Qasem <laughs> Soleimani. Zarif had requested a visa a few weeks ago to enter the United States so he could attend a January 9th UN Security Council meeting. Uh, Iran was awaiting approval on the visa Monday when a Trump official called the UN Secretary General (coughs) to inform him, yeah, Mr. Zarif will not be allowed into the United States. Good luck on that. That I love it. It's priceless. That That is quintessential Donald Trump. That is fantastic. Thank you, Mr. President. That's fantastic. Uh, by the way, we got this from How Double Dog Dare You. Uh, How dare you? Vote Chafee 2020 because governing a state of 3,139 people, 
our 3139.066 square kilometers has got to count for something. Uh, from Swank Think, <laughs> Democrats should have adopted the policy of the Mandalorians and kept the mask on. <laughs> this is the way. <laughs> I have spoken. Uh, did you know that's Nick Nolte? I did. Who I, does that part? Yeah. That's, that's amazing. Uh-huh. Uh, Mr. I am Peach Mint. <laughs> I am Peach Mint. <laughs> I lost a friend two days ago. Her question, do you believe in global warming? My answer, no. And that was it. Oh, good. Wow, that's sad if that's true. Yeah, that wasn't that's a really sad. very good friend then. Seriously, if you you have to believe as they do in order to be friends with them. Look, I mean, does the globe warm? Yes. Do I believe that mankind is responsible for it? No. There's a two million degree burning orb in the sky that has a little something to do with the heat that pummels this planet. I don't know if you're aware of that. And when the temperature goes up less than one degree in a hundred years, I'm sorry, I'm not freaked out by that. So you're saying we should be able to be friends with people that we disagree with. I should saying, be, yeah. Yeah, I, I'm saying, yeah. how could you be friends with someone that dumb? Yeah, I know. Does it's believe. hard. No, I guess it's hard. I'm kidding. <laughs> Appalachian American says, Pat says that was, was that as recent as 1993? Does he realize that 2050 is as far away as 1990? Wow. Wow. That's as close as... 1990. Think about it. We're 2020 right now, so 1990 and 2050 are uh-huh. equal distance apart. Wow. Uh, it's insane. That's in- that's insane. Wow. In 1950, I'll be pushing 100 years old. So, in 1950 you will be? No, I mean 2050. 2050? In 2050. I thought it was Jeffy over there for a second. I'll be 90 years old. That's crazy. Jeez. Wow. That's amazing. I'd tell it? you how old I am, but I don't know math. That's right. Yeah. In so, 2050, I will be you for that. 74. No, thank you. <laughs> it's hard to. Yeah. I mean, the 90s, I guess that shows how old I am. I, the 90s just don't seem that long ago to me. Yeah. I mean, that's the, ni- the 90s were. My, my kids were all babies in the 90s. Sad. Really wow. sad. Yeah. Well, and some of them weren't even born yet. Oh, Pat. Amazing. Yeah, Isn't that amazing? Fly, time flies, man. It's ridiculous. It does. It does. It, and, and we sound like two old, people's ta- old people talking about this. <laughs> but then you put it in the perspective where earlier you said, you know, yeah, it's time to get out of Iraq. And I was like, yeah, we've been there since March of 2003. And how did I know mm. that off the top of my head? Because shortly thereafter, my first child was born. So, oh, wow. you know, I, I'm the parent of... Uh, almost 17 year old and wow. that's how long we've been in that country so when you look at it you can look at it both ways you know what i'm saying like yeah yeah we've been there way too long but boy does time fly <laughs> it really does and to think you know i hadn't thought of that the 2050 is as close as 1990 that's just it's almost inconceivable to me that is really something triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. also ann coulter she thought Trump was different. <laughs> I mean, every every week we're hearing this from Ann Coulter. Yeah, I got it, Ann. You thought he was going to do immigration, and he didn't. And now you don't like him. I I get that. <laughs> but here's how one issue she is, and her only issue that she cares about. I didn't realize this about her when we were talking to her every week. When 
you know, she she would come on Glenn's show when we were on Glenn's show and uh, discuss all kinds of different issues. And I thought she was conservative. Listen to this. Uh, All Republican presidents run on keeping us out of war, as Eisenhower and Nixon. Reagan actually did. Then they start wars. We thought Trump was different. Um, She said every uh, conservative author uh, discussed her book, Adios America, the left's plan to turn our country into a third world hellhole. She's out uh, promoting but she also thought that immigration enforcement would be different under President Trump. And now she's wondering if it would be different under a President Biden. Earlier last year, she even said she might support independent Vermont Senator Bernie Sanders if he went back to his older opinion on immigration. Well, he's not going to. But if he went back to his original position, she says, which is the pro-blue-collar position... I mean, it totally makes sense with him. If he went back to that position, I'd vote for him. I might work for him. I don't care about the rest of the socialist stuff. Mm -hmm. Just, can we do something for ordinary Americans? Wait, you don't care about the rest of the socialist stuff? How is it? Come on, how is that possible? (laughs) I just... How is that possible? Can you believe that comes out of Ann Coulter's mouth? I don't care about the rest of the socialist stuff. Are you, are you kidding me? Uh, the border won't mean one iota mm-hmm. if Bernie Sanders takes us down a socialist road. And he would. And you don't care? Yep. I don't understand. Um, I don't. Somebody help me understand that because I, no, no, I what, don't. Here, I'm going to illustrate this for you. <clears throat> what we've got here on my, uh, on my whiteboard is uh, Ann Coulter's credibility. Mm-hmm. And so basically what's, what's happening here is, is this right here. Yeah. And then it just kind of poof. Oh, and then you're just, just wiping it away. It just goes away. Okay. Just like that. Yeah. When you say stuff like that, I don't care about his socialist policy. He can do whatever he wants. Yeah. What, what did she say about Trump? I don't care if there's abortions in the Oval Office. That's Oh, that's right. Just as long as you seal the border. Okay. All right. So she doesn't care about abortions in the... He could do Oval, he could do oval Office abortion. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bernie Sanders could bring in socialism as long as he goes back to his old position on immigration. I, I mean, I'm flabbergasted. I, yeah, I. We continue to learn how she's not a conservative in any way, shape, or form. She is the definition of a one-issue voter, talking head. Except. I mean, more so than I've ever heard from anybody else mm-hmm. ever. That's as one issue as as you can possibly be. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, here's kind of an amazing story. A um dentist used a tool known as a diamond burr to smooth a girl's teeth. The 11 year old girl. Uh, So he was smoothing her teeth with this um, diamond burr while she was under anesthetic. And according to a lawsuit, uh, the procedure emitted a spark that caused the throat pack in her mouth to ignite and produced a fire in her mouth. (laughs) Have you ever heard of a dentist no. setting a person's mouth on fire before? No, I'm I'm horrified and I'm surprised this didn't happen to me all at the same time. <laughs> right. Wow. I, me too. This is 
Because usually if it can happen, it happens to you before it happens to anybody yeah, else. Yeah, breaking news right here. So there's a lawsuit now. She was rushed to a oh. medical center where she was hospitalized four days with burns to her palate and lower lip. Did, did it recover okay or I, lose I her taste buds or something? Or Complaint alleges the girl suffers burns to her epiglottis, throat, tongue, mouth, and lips, and other surrounding areas. Ugh. Some of the injuries may be permanent and disabling. No. Oh, Gosh, man. And the family's only seeking $15,000 in damages? Uh, wow. I'll represent you. Yeah, that's... Shoo. Oh, my goodness. And she's 11? Mm-hmm. Set her mouth on fire. I've never... I've never heard of anything like that. From a dentist? I don't know what... what I didn't even know that could her, happen. I don't know what that thing was in her mouth. What was it? Throat pack something? Something. Yeah, probably a bunch of cotton in the back of the mouth or something, and that. Oh, okay. It got lit by a spark from this thing that they were using to smooth the girl's teeth. I that's crazy. I mean, that's just a freak accident. Yeah, it is. But yeah, but how st- horrible! Still, when they set your mouth on fire and you might have permanent problems from it, uh, that's kind of an issue that Poor you're gonna girl. have to deal with. Yeah, really sad. Really sad. Triple eight nine hundred. 3393 and at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Also, uh, Grand Valley State University has removed the Pledge of Allegiance from their meeting agenda. Happened during a vote at the Student Senate meeting. Uh, it's been a discussion. It was a discussion prior to the at the university for several weeks. Senator brought it to the attention of the general body about three or four weeks into the semester. Ever since then, it's been pretty continuous conversation. Uh, those who want the pledge removed say it doesn't represent everyone. <laughs> and it puts people in an uncomfortable situation when they don't want to stand. I see. Mm. I, you don't want anybody to ever be uncomfortable. And there's that constitutional right not to be uncomfortable. Or offended. Or offended. Yeah, I think the later translations are offended. I think yeah. it's both. I think you can't be offended and you can't be made to feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. in any way i mean I, I, the motivation behind <laughs> these removing the pledge of allegiance i think are stupid okay and it's obviously uh, um it's the it's this is this is the blossom from all of the kneeling for the flags mm-hmm. that the nfl players did mm-hmm. that's, that's all this is i mean we could get into the history of the pledge of allegiance and why francis bellamy the socialist preacher who came up with it was terrible but the right. motivation for removing it now is worse. Is, is equal, at least equal or worse? Yeah, it's yeah. it's petty, is what's happening. And now. it's usually because one nation under God. That's what they usually object to. Well, okay, that probably that's not my objection to it. Mine is pledging an allegiance to a flag mm-hmm. itself. But standing for it and showing respect, absolutely do that. If you don't want to say it, then don't say it. But you don't right. need to sit here and go through this whole minutia of. of 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 pulling it out and all and we stuff. shouldn't force people if they don't yeah. want to stand don't stand yeah well I don't, I'm uncomfortable when I don't stand well tough then you just don't do it as an individual you make right. that choice you don't have to make it an institutionalized thing here um, student government at the University of Oklahoma also voted to ban the pledge of allegiance in the name of freedom of speech claiming that the pledge is incompatible <laughs> with the First Amendment think of that we're <laughs> banning something. Mm-hmm. On the basis of free speech. Right. No, the free speech is your ability to make a choice to not say it. 
That doesn't make any sense. I, I, well, Keith, I don't, even know you, uh, I don't even know what you're saying. <laughs> there's so, so many avenues with this issue with me. So since the University of Oklahoma's undergraduate student con- Congress voted uh, 15 to 11 to remove the pledge from its agenda, uh, in a statement, the students claimed the Pledge of Allegiance is incompatible with the U.S. Constitution's First Amendment as pledging your allegiance to the flag of the United States as one nation under God conflicts to our right to free exercise of religion, freedom of speech. What? Just, what are you talking about? Then just don't say it. I've always been an advocate to change hmm. it to I pledge allegiance to the Constitution, but I haven't had a following with that. Mm-hmm. Tried. Mm-hmm. But uh, it, it, do they not understand that by by saying by banning something, you have removed the freedom of choice there that yeah. you so claim to love? Right. Again, you shouldn't be forced into saying it. That's ridiculous. Then you're taking people's rights away. But if you offer them the opportunity to say it and they want to say it, let them say it. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yeah, where are the aliens now? Hmm? They're really not doing a lot They're to help helping. us out, are they? They're huh? not they, they come helping. here and then they just kind of mm-hmm. hang out. Well, this is why they remain mm-hmm. invisible to us because they're not doing anything. They're not doing a good job. <laughs> and just, they know they'll be held accountable if we could see them. They're just hanging out <laughs> on the beach. When while the society burns, mm-hmm. the aliens are partying at Cozumel, and the city, uh, the Santa Barbara City College Board of Trustees did uh, something similar earlier last year, removing the Pledge of Allegiance at their board meetings uh, for the same reason. It's racist. Oh, it's ra- It's even racist. All right, shut up. And contrary to the First Amendment, <sighs> it's racist. Oh. Yeah, when you recite the Pledge of Allegiance, you're recommitting your oath to uphold and defend our country's constitution. That's uh, really hideous. <laughs> I, I don't know how you can do that. How? Uh, <laughs> what terrible people you are when you when you recite that thing. Oh, boy. I don't know. It's, it's, it's madness. It's madness. Sure is. And, you know, for this not to be coming from... The freedom for religion people, mm. it shows that they've made incredible inroads, yes. right, with our kids. Mm-hmm. The kids have been indoctrinated to the point where they believe the Pledge of Allegiance to be racist and to be counter to uh, the First Amendment. Uh, okay. Um, it's just the opposite of all that, but thank you, I, I guess. Jeez. Mm-hmm. Uh, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, we're finally going to trial on uh, Harvey Weinstein. Oh, okay. Uh, this could be a little frightening, though. Apparently, they've got photos <laughs> that could humiliate him. Oh no! That uh, they have seventy two pictures of Weinstein uh, naked. Oh, no, 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 no. They took they took pictures <laughs> of him in the buff. Um, investigators did this from the Manhattan District Attorney's Office during the probe. Uh, <laughs> you okay. really want to use that word when you're talking Poor about nude choice pictures. Choice of you? words. Yes. Uh, article writer. <laughs> Wait. Uh, so investigators made him strip naked and then photographed him seventy-two times. How many pictures do you need of areas? Uh, that seems like a violation. That seems excessive. Really. <sighs> Prosecutors want to use seven of the Im- images to corroborate testimony 
at his uh, rape and sex abuse trial based on identifying characteristics mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. of his anatomy mm-hmm. i see mm. so they were i wonder they must have gotten a warrant mm-hmm. to force him to disrobe uh-huh. and then photograph him okay well ick have fun in that jury room y'all that is icky please don't select me i have work I have to pick up the kids every day. I, whatever, just come up with something. Lead prosecutor, uh, Joan Eluzi Orban, revealed plans to show juror seven photos without letting anyone else get a peek. (laughs) Okay, thank you. (laughs) I don't think anybody else wants a peek, but... uh, Twelve lucky individuals. During a final pretrial conference ahead of jury selection... They said, uh, his lawyer said they were particularly sensitive about the issues. It's not the practice of the Manhattan District Attorney's Office to ever, ever humiliate the defendant. Mm -hmm. We have proposed a way in which we can put our evidence before the jury without having it disseminated. Uh, Weinstein's lawyers plan to file a motion objecting to the unspecified proposal or address it with the judge behind closed doors. Uh, Weinstein's team didn't comment on it. That's nasty. Uh, <laughs> 72, and they apparently only want to use seven. Uh-huh. So wait, so were the extra 65 just for fun? Was well, just like the court-appointed bailiff just really enjoying himself? That uh, I don't understand I don't this, but I don't know. Please don't pick me for the jury. Huh? I don't know. I, and how does that? How does that happen? Somebody. You know, the investigator walks into a room and says, "Okay, uh, here we Mr. go. Wayne, here, take off your clothes. Mm. We got the we got the iPhone ready." Gosh, I, but okay, I, I, as embarrassing as that is, if he's mm-hmm. scum, then oh well, sucks for you, yes, Harvey. This is right. this is the the price you pay going through the system I, here. But I guess so. I'm feeling bad for those jurors. I, seriously, <laughs> I mean, yeah. I'm coming up with any. I've got to wash my hair. I got to wash every day, all day. <laughs> For this, when 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 do you think the trial is going to go? Yep, through July. That's how long I'm going to be. And then when he's done with New York, Los Angeles prosecutors just charged him yesterday with sexually assaulting two women on successive successive nights during Oscars week in 2013, bringing the new case uh, against him on the eve of the uh, jury selection for the New York trial. He's in he's in a lot of trouble. Yeah. This guy's not going to see the light of day. So uh, even if he comes out scot-free in right. New York... Still has to face this. These sexual assault claims in L.A. Wow. Uh, he is charged with raping a woman in, Lo- in a Los Angeles hotel room, pushing his way inside her room, then sexually assaulted her in a Beverly Hills hotel suite the next night. He could get up to 28 years in prison on charges of forcible rape and other things. Uh, Los Angeles Police Chief Michael Moore, it's a different Michael Moore, mm-hmm. said the Chargers charges open the next chapter for a man who has gotten away with too much for too long. Mm. That he's he's committed horrendous crimes perpetrated by this sexual predator, and man, he's gotten away with it for if he's guilty of all this stuff, he's gotten away with it for how long now? That quote was I mean, from a police decades. chief. Yeah. Sounds like the prosecutor should have been saying that. Yeah, it does. The police chief. You've gotten away with this for too long. I thought they were just supposed to. No, okay, <laughs> right. Sorry. Right. It's like a different role or something. Okay. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, so there you go. Harvey Weinstein is in uh, uh, 
even deeper trouble than we already thought he was. Yeah, so if he is found guilty both in Manhattan and Los Angeles, like where does he serve his time? I don't know. If they were crimes committed in two separate states. Yeah, whoever has the steepest sentence maybe gets him. I don't don't know. Or does he serve the time in Manhattan and then LA's like, all right, now he gets to come and... And have you noticed though that he's he's doing the uh, the oh. walker oh, and the walker. And the wheelchair thing? Oh, yes. there he is, right there he is, right there with the walker. Uh-huh. Uh huh. The other day, my goodness, I just can barely even move now. And he was he was fine before this. Yeah, he was at Target, and he was fine after this yeah. at Target, playing around a couple there with, of weeks ago with the buggy or whatever. And, yeah, okay, I got it. <laughs> it's kind of smart though, you know. The lawyers OJ did the same thing. He was all crippled up with. Uh, Arthritis. Oh, and, and then he was golfing every week. Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. They same all thing. do this. Yeah. Everybody that's in trouble tries to not find, a very good ploy. Find that sympathy card because Cosby's in jail. Uh, OJ served pretty significant time, mm-hmm. not for cutting his wife's head off. No, no, head off, no. But uh, you know, for stealing his paraphernalia, breaking into a hotel room. <laughs> That'll get you a hard time. Uh, lopping off the head of your wife. <laughs> eh, not so much. Eh. Ah, Go play whatever. golf. Go find the real right. killer. Right. And and he's still looking. Still looking, is he? Still looking. Still yeah. looking. Golf courses all over huh. the country. Yep. All right. All right. We will see you tomorrow, halfway through the week, here on Pack Gray Unleashed.